it's Friday night, and it's time for yet another episode of your Wrestling On Air podcast. Hmm. It's me, your host, Oren, and I'm happy to be here tonight. I can't believe we're already here. It's been 21 gorgeous episodes. Mm. Mm. As it hasn't always, been 21 yeah? gorgeous episodes. It's been 20 episodes. This is the 21st episode. So, okay, carry uh, on. Uh, Tom. He's not going to do this all episode, right? Jesus Christ. No, I just wanted to, like, let's just start off on the right foot and be accurate. I mean, that's what we're here to be. Just have an I'll just, just let it wait till she gets to you. Sure. Just, no, that's fine. That's yeah. cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> so I, don't, I don't want, you know, yeah. I said it's no big deal. Cool. Yeah, somehow it is. So let's just all kind of chill for carry a second. Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> As always, joining me on our show, Tim. Hey, Tim. Hey. How's it going? It's going good. How are you doing? Uh, not so bad, you know. Things are a little uh, mm. things are a little different. Things are a little nicer somehow. Things There's... change, but sometimes mm. they change for the better. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> I'm really enjoying what, what you're throwing out right now. It's very refreshing. Yeah, mm. yeah, it is. You know, they say that the more things change, the more they stay the same. But to me, <laughs> it just feels so much different and, and, and just kind of uh, better, you know, mm. all around. Hey, Socks, what's up, buddy? What's up? Hey, I went like combination food slash clothing shopping at a little store do you guys know this place called walmart i never heard of that yeah that's that's a little known but i got these like nice uh these nice like elastic shorts things so i'm feeling very cm funky right now so let me ask you a question you said you were combination shopping and eating so did you have like (laughs) food Mm. in your hand while you were shopping i meant to say combination food slash uh clothing shopping is that what I said? I don't know. That's what you said. I pictured you in a uh, like a dressing room trying on these shorts with like baloney, <laughs> just raw baloney, just hanging <laughs> off your hands, <laughs> and just making a huge greasy mess everywhere. Not even the dignity of cooked baloney, just raw, slimy, pink baloney, just oozing out of the pant legs. That sounds about right to me. Mm. No, I mean yeah. what I pictured is you just kind of you know you're strolling around the aisles. You've got I'm gonna say a big sloppy sub in one hand, and you're pushing the cart with the other hand little leaves of lettuce just kind of dangling from your mouth that's not what was Mm. going on uh i mean like i'm not gonna say no uh but you know it it was a good little good little shopping experience much needed got plenty of sweatpants here and i'm ready to get relaxed get comfy that's nice settle in for a pod great great sounds good oh man there's one more person here who is it it's tom oh yeah yeah tom that's right hey Hey, how's it going? I I didn't realize this was part of the deal. Um, <laughs> I think this was uh, this was unexpected. So you know, I'm happy to be on the podcast, but this feels uh, you're talking about Oren hosting, right? Yeah, that, yeah, no, that's the main thing I'm talking about. We can um, lay, we can lay things out. You know, we can talk straight to each other. We don't have to kind of beat around the bush. Well, I think we should do it privately. Uh, but you know, you're doing you know a job so far, so I think you should continue doing the job, and we'll. <laughs> figure it out i guess i mean we'll you know make the make the best out of it no but hey no it's, i'm really glad to be here i'm really glad to be here yeah yeah it's really good to have you here as it always is it's yeah. you know always such a pleasure um so tom i'm gonna ask you a question yes please do what are you doing this weekend buddy um i w- okay so the plans that i made i kind of wish i had thought about more in advance um so I will be, you know, obviously, uh, you know, living my life in, in New York City. I'll be, you know, in fact, going to uh, a couple of wrestling shows in, in New York City. Uh, wrestling shows which you will also be attending, Oren, uh, yeah. and that we had, you know, made plans to to go to as friends um, and, and colleagues. Mm. Uh, mm. And we made these plans when the dynamic was different. So th- <laughs> it feels weird that things haven't really settled. And yet we're kind of suddenly going to be plunged into this situation where... We're going to be, you know, very familiar and spending a lot of time with each other going to, you know, the, the Progress Wrestling Show and the Evolve Wrestling Show, which are on the, the, the same day uh, on Saturday. Uh, and, you know, otherwise spending time with each other. And um, uh, I, I don't know. I, it's, I'm glad that we're recording this before we're, you know, hanging out in person. I'm glad that, you know, we at least get the chance to, you know, calibrate with each other uh, and, and work this new dynamic. But I guess that's, that's the plans right now. Um, and, you know, we'll see how it goes. So, yeah, those are our plans, in fact, Oren, that we, yeah. that we have going on. Tom, are you excited about meeting the big dog? <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's that funny. Uh, I guess <laughs> I'm kind of... I was I was looking forward to meeting my friend Oren, and I, one thing that I always enjoyed about going to, like, you know, the local, like, you know, shows like this is that um, I would have, like, a lot of, like, you know, just, like, you know, friends and just, like, you know, people I know off Twitter, you know, coming up and saying, hey, you know, big dog, how's it going? Uh, so I, this has kind of impacted that, you know, experience for me. 
so I don't really know how that's going to go. But well, the good news is is that we are sitting next to each other at both shows. So when people come up to me and ask me how the big dog is going, <laughs> yeah, you can um, you can observe. I'm gonna have to bite my tongue uh, a lot because you know my instinct. I still feel you know I haven't really let it go. I still feel like I am the big dog in a lot of ways. Um, so it's going to be difficult to deal with that. But I think it'll be fun for you, and um, you know that's apparently the you know the number one concern right now. So you know I, I really hope you have a great weekend. And and, uh, and and you know I can tell you're a little salty, and that's fine because I don't it's... think I don't think you can pick up on anything like that. I think I'm keeping a pretty even keel. Um, you know we can talk privately about this, but I think I think I think I'm I think I'm coming across fine actually. I think I'm coming across very professional. Sure, sure, absolutely. Um, so I'm looking forward, regardless of your feelings towards me right now, uh, to a nice day of wrestling on Saturday with the Evolve mm. show, followed by the Progress show. Is there I've anything? Got a quest- yeah, I've got a go question ahead. for you immediately. Uh-huh. Are you going to be packing a spare T-shirt slash other uh, clothing items for for the full day's uh, wrestling? Oh, so I can do a costume change in between the shows. Partly because so you can do a costume change. Partly because uh, I don't know if this place is going to have air conditioning. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> y'all gonna get sweaty. There could be a real. I didn't want to. I didn't. I knew. I know that this uh, perked Tim's ears up, but there could be a real sloppy sweaty situation going on. So oh. that's something that I've been considering. Well, in that case, I'm just going to pack one shirt. What about you? <laughs> considering two. Uh, considering two. Um, but we'll we'll see how it feels on the day. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to make any you know assumptions. I mean, who's to say we can't just pop our tops if it gets a little hot, right? Well, can can I pitch all something? Sure. Um, yes, please. If you go into like a lot of bathrooms, they have that um, like that paper towel type thing you can lay over the toilet seat. Yeah, now you could fashion you some shirts out of that, so when you do mm. sweat, it kind of just clings to you and rips. That's good. That would, I mean, that mostly just is the color of a shirt. I don't know how we could fashion the other parts. Well, you can, you can just kind of like if you if you're wet and sweaty, you can just kind of pat it on and make a shirt out of multiple yeah. pieces of it. And just hope, and so it'd be like papier mâché almost. Yeah, where pretty it much. Just, like cling to the. <laughs> yeah, take away. Essentially, make yourself a pinata. Mm. Delicious. I'd like to point out, since you did bring up uh, costume changes, that at one point I did suggest the idea of us wearing matching orange Taz jerseys. <laughs> this is true. And yeah. somehow this idea just got forgotten. I don't know if it got forgotten, because I think... Mm, I think I so we this is a true thing and this is definitely something we considered because we saw that on eBay they're selling you know the the orange like early 2000s like Taz with two Z's WWE uh, baseball jerseys for like twelve dollars nice. uh, which is a fantastic deal uh, and it felt that it felt funny in a way to the idea of like us all like wearing these orange jerseys because we okay so another point to this is we're going to be in the front row like facing the hard camera for both of these shows so we're going to be intensely visible so you know why don't we capitalize on this situation why don't we all wear the same thing uh i liked the idea but then i thought about how i would feel looking at myself watching it back and how it could be damaging to my brand potentially uh so i back when you you had a brand (laughs) exactly yeah now now I would say I'm kind of all for it, but I've definitely cooled on the idea once I realized I had something to maintain. Uh, less of a concern now. So, and see, yeah. for me, I'm trying to build my brand. And what yes. better way to build your brand than to wear a very visible bright orange shirt that says uh, thugs across the front? Yep. <laughs> uh, I would also say, but you that you would be, but you wanted us all to be wearing them, so yes. you would not be standing out so much as we would be standing out, and that kind of runs contrary to you know my understanding of what the big dog branding is all about. But at the same time, uh, aren't we a unit? And isn't it isn't it more about being sort of a team brand than no. really just one person standing out? No, it's about all just trying to wrestle for the most attention and just everyone trying to you know get uh you know send out the most. Yeah, I think mm. since Oren has taken over the big dog name, the the big dog has uh, started to stand for something else other than standing for yourself. Yeah, it's more. It's a. I don't. Yeah, I I, I see that she's been leaning more into. You know, uh, kind of a socialist uh, position where you know she's more kind of pushing for you know everyone. Everyone is the you know we are she the big dog. And mm-hmm. every text with a emoji of a rose. That's and, right, you know. and an emoji of a dog. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's started calling us comrades and stuff. Right, sure, sure, we're comrades and, and all, but I just feel like the yard isn't just mine to govern. You know, mm. the yard of the big dog is really everyone's yard. It's like 
It's like a um, it's like a communal dog park kind of. She's where distributing the grass mm. uh, amongst everybody. I'm distributing the grass for us all to pee on together. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that grass is going to get torn up, and you're going to be ended up end up with like a yard full of filthy mud and shit. Uh, but this is your position, and this is something that you can, you can deal with. Uh, but I think that's you know you can make your own mistakes. You're a big girl. Wow. Um, it's going to be a long day. It's going to be uh, a lot of wrestling that day. I feel. Do you feel kind of cheated that they're because they're making us watch Evolve first? Uh, <laughs> do you feel like that? Do you feel like they're doing that on purpose? Because I don't know if I would stuck. I don't know if I would have stuck around if it was you know progress first and then Evolve second. This is shocking to me, Tom. Are you not excited about seeing ACH? Versus uh, Adam Page, not Adam. Adam Page, <laughs> you know who? <laughs> the Hangman. <laughs> My bad. Uh, for yeah, ACH and Ethan Page. Yeah, yep. you know one I of the pages. Yeah, Page one, of the, one of those fantastic the famous pages. Page family. Uh, Dom yeah. Dallas, Adam, and Ethan. From the yeah, one of the fighting Page uh, yeah. brothers. Um, yeah, no, not at all. I'm, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm quite stressed out about because I think they're going to be doing something very silly, and I will, I will say I'm actually quite stressed out about being, you know, so visible and front row because I worry about the wrestlers trying to, you know, potentially look. look I'm worried about like the, the wrestlers expecting a reaction from us as you know, big time front row fans, and mm-hmm. I'm going to have a pretty blank face for a lot of the, uh, certainly a lot of the evolve matches. Uh, so I feel like it's it's I don't know how do you feel about it, Aaron? Have you ever been front row for anything and, and so visible? Such a rude question. As what? as a super fan <laughs> and as a um you know as a very strong fan of of wrestling, I've been front row many times, and you know that. Do not try to cuff me. Hey, um, what? I'm just saying. Whoa! Come on, man. Uh, yes, yes, I've been front row. Uh, I do love attention. I'm also very pretty, uh, so <laughs> I have no I have no problem sitting in the front row and, sure. and looking good doing it. I like to. <laughs> I like to uh, grandstand a little bit sometimes. Uh, you'll yeah. see, you'll see that occasionally. I'll uh, maybe, maybe I'll start a few chants. Who knows? Mm, that sounds like fun. <laughs> Are you going to use this as an opportunity to like take some fun selfies of yourself with the the ring in the background, like doing a, a pout or something, just to kind of you know establish that you know, hey, uh, this is my bit. This is I am a pretty girl in the front row of a wrestling show. Yeah. See. I do a thing that's not so much a pout, but where I mm. kind of curl one corner of my mouth up and the <sighs> other corner yeah. down. Uh, yeah. well, it's, it's like the happy, sad Elvis. <laughs> yes, or the, bit, dr- yeah. or the drama mask. Yes, okay. Mm. Yeah, yes. That's um, so that's sort of the face that I've been workshopping for my selfies. Um, mm. And if, if, if you're interested in getting in a group selfie with me, I wouldn't necessarily be opposed. Um, it would be good for the brand, but... No, you know. I'm fine. I'm fine. Mm. I think I'll just figure out things by myself. Now, a mainstay in being a celebrity wrestling fan, um, and you've probably got to do this, is when a wrestler walks to the ring, always expect them to acknowledge you. Yes. In some way. <laughs> if they're just going to cut a promo and they even look at you for a split second, be sure to yeah. act like, oh, this, this is about me. <laughs> when, I, when I'm when I'm at any wrestling show, I'm always kind of like, I'm never quite sat down in my chair. I'm always in a state where I'm just like slightly lifted off it because I'm always expecting that they're going to call me to get into the ring at any point, you know? <laughs> just say, hey, hey, Tom, you can, you're part of the show too. And as a celebrity wrestling fan, I think you've always, you're always on call. You're always got to be ready for, uh, you know, to be part of the show. Um, and, and when people are out getting their pictures taken with wrestlers, always be standing by the wrestlers to offer, hey, I'll be in this picture with y'all too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kind of almost like you're Virgil and you're just hanging around Ted DiBiase and you're just like, you know, trying to get in on any like, you know, uh, photo action that he might have going on. That's that's my position. I'm very much the Virgil to every indie wrestler. I'm, I'm there for them. <laughs> Uh, and I'm again. I you know I, I consider myself part of the show. Yeah, that's that's great. Great. It, I'm I'm really looking forward to sitting next to you then. Yeah, I think it'd be a lot of fun. Cool, cool. Um, gosh, what else is going on, you guys? Anyone have any thoughts about the current state of professional wrestling or just life in general? It's a good question. Uh, I would say that the current state of professional wrestling is, for the most part, it's either too good to discuss in any kind of funny way or too bad to be really kind of like entertaining to kind of make fun of it's just 
we're just we don't have that sweet spot. We don't have any sweet spot right now where we can talk about wrestling in a you know in a silly fun way. It's all either uh, either one extreme end of the spectrum or an, or the other. It's very very difficult right now. That's my standing at least. One thing that I'm taking really serious lately because it's a serious life event for uh, several families and something that is has been really kind of a, a weird crazy situation lately is what's going on with Jason Jordan. Should we really touch on this here? Um, this is like it's you know they made it on TV they put it on TV but it's it's between the family you they they've made it public uh i think it's worth addressing you know as you know we're still in the capacity of fans we're not like you know we're not part of the angle slash jordan family uh but i i have you know some very strong opinions on this which which i think should be incorporated and should be addressed um i think jason jordan should be canonically established as being 12 years old is, is my position uh i think right now right now like he's just kind of a guy in his mid-20s or you know early 20s mid-20s late 20s i don't know how old he is uh and it's it's okay but it's not very interesting because he's he's a grown-up you know you, i don't feel like you know there's any reason why kurt angle should be you know as protective of, of him as he is there's no reason why kurt angle should care whether or not jason jordan uh you know has sex with emma as was was teased on one episode <laughs> <laughs> I think there'd be a lot more good storytelling if it was established that Jason Jordan was the uh, the son from Kurt Angle's um, kind of, you know, inappropriate uh, obsession with Queen Charmel, you know, back in, what, <laughs> 2005 or something? <laughs> Where, you know, you don't have, we don't have to get into the fact that he was basically trying to assault her, but, you know, we can certainly... Okay. <laughs> We can just we pick can, and choose which parts we want to yeah, talk about we can, on that. We, you know, we can just pick and choose, you know, exactly what what bits we're remembering. But you know, he should be so he should be twelve years old, and you know, a product of that marriage. It would make for some fun, like spicy, um, you know, bits with commentary because you know Booker T's on commentary, <laughs> and he can feel like you know a little bit, you know, he can be bristling a little bit at seeing Jason Jordan out there every week. Uh, and also, it will actually give Kurt Angler a reason to be very protective of his twelve-year-old son, <laughs> who he has somehow <laughs> allowed to wrestle on. Uh, national television so let me ask you a question then mm. um do you think the authorities should become involved uh in the fact yes. that wwe has been allowing a 12 year old to wrestle yes there should be a social worker <laughs> who becomes jason jordan's manager who should play the social worker <laughs> oh mm. Mm. dwayne johnson Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what i would have done um, mm. If we're gonna go twelve years, why not just go all the way and say he's a baby? Mm. Um, and then, <laughs> but you, is he, you, is he like an actual small baby, or is he still like? No, he's it's Jason Jordan, but he's playing a baby. Okay, sure. But what okay. you do is you just reenact the whole Fate of the Furious thing with Vin Diesel and the baby. <laughs> mm. You bring in Sammy Callahan to be a hacker. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> he's got the history. Um, Sammy Callahan kidnaps Charmel. And then, okay, all right. and then uh-huh. Kurt Angle has to go save her. Okay. He goes and finds her um, uh-huh. on Sammy Callahan's airship. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, hey, I've got something to tell you. I've, yeah. We had a baby. And then there's uh-huh. Jason Jordan just standing there in his singlet, just <laughs> all buff looking at him. And then uh-huh. um, um, somebody has to save uh, Jason Jordan off the ship. And then, then, then. Then he can be a wrestler. Mm. Then he can be the first baby wrestler. Will he mm. have the cognitive the cognitive abilities of a grown up? Like, will he be able to talk and stuff? Yeah, there's literally no difference between him now and him as a baby. <laughs> so it's just saying he's a baby. Does he wear a diaper? Yeah, that's a good question. He, well, yes, at first he grows out of it, but it's underneath his singlet. <laughs> yeah, you can't see it. Like, you can maybe see it if you're looking a little bit, but like, mm. you know, it's not front. It's not front and present. Is the thing. He's just a little fluffy. He's just a little yeah. fluffy down right. below. <laughs> I think I think it would be a good touch to add one of those little butt hatches to a singlet, mm. just to sort of signify this is a baby we're dealing with. Yeah, easy access. Yeah. Right. Maybe maybe a baby bonnet. Maybe just a, a baby bonnet on that that forehead there. Will I think we're getting we're getting too hung up on you know the the aesthetics of his you know baby appearance. Like, mm. will he be treated like a baby? Will he be yes. like cradled like a baby by his father? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Yes, but by, by all means, everybody treats him as if he's a baby. Okay. Yes. But can Emma still try and have sex with him? <laughs> <Can> we... <laughs> this doesn't exactly paint Emma in the best light. 
Yeah, it, it's, it's you know she wants, she's been asking for that TV time. You know, maybe she, she can be the only person who like she immediately sees him and thinks it's an adult man, but it's yeah. like some kind of weird, uh, <sighs> it's some kind of weird Arrested Development situation where a narrator goes, "He was twelve years old." I can do you yeah. one better. You know, she puts on her cop outfit, her sexy Emma cop <laughs> outfit, mm. and she is CPS. She's Child Protective Services. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh huh. So That's she's all, uh, she's often ringside, just kind of like monitoring that he's it, being well taken exactly. care of. Exactly, she's yeah. yeah, she's sort of like she's sort of like his protective valet. <laughs> she just yeah. walks, she just walks through the crowd during his matches once and just waves like uh, you, you know like some papers and just keeps going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and will she? And she'll eventually grow an attachment to Jason Jordan and fall fall in love with him. Like I just want, I just want to make mm. sure the end goal is still Emma fucking the baby Jason Jordan. <laughs> like I don't want to lose sight of that. I think that's very important that we keep that as the. Yeah. the end oh no, goal. that's that's crucial. So. Do okay, we need to good. accelerate Jason Jordan's growth somehow? No, uh, I, I think it's very important that he is a baby or a, a maybe a child. When but she what I'm him. saying is, is that you know, often in often in soap <laughs> operas and television shows, uh, the baby mm. grows up extra fast. Yes. Mm. So I'm wondering, do we grow Jason up super fast so we can accelerate his storyline to something more substantial? I.e., him fucking Emma. I say from the time he debuts. To the time he has his first WrestleMania match, that should be like he ages ten years in between years. that amount of time. I have a different idea. What if we just like put him in like slowly increasing uh, in height stilts, so he just keeps getting taller every time he comes out? So is he ultimately going to be? So is he going to grow to be the height of like the Big Show or something? Like oh, if taller. this is his baby, absolutely taller. taller. Okay, so he's going to be like yes. eight or nine feet tall. Yes. So he's- <laughs> So, and this is this is taking on a this is this is this is a, this is a whole new level. So he's this is his baby. He's he's not like a grown man who is a baby. This is his baby size, and he'll just keep on getting bigger from yes, here. Exactly. And every every raw, he has a birthday party. <laughs> and that that fill up time as well. So every like what we're going to spend like thirty minutes, forty five minutes on the birthday party every yeah. episode. And yeah. imagine the possibilities with the birthday party. You've got cakes being smashed. You've got. Yep. People dressed up as clowns and dinosaurs. There's just an endless you automatically stream. have a segment to put a celebrity in every week. Oh god. Yes. yes. Exactly. You can have Perfect. musical guests. You can have celebs. Yeah. You can have mm. uh product placement. You can yeah, have so absolutely. much. So really what what they need to do is build this brand around baby Jason Jordan. Mm. <laughs> and the the, the 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 viewers will be very invested because they'll they'll yeah. have seen him from the time he was a baby and they'll feel they'll, his life will be their life you know uh, and they'll feel like they're growing up with the baby jason as well all right yeah, yeah. I think there's, there's some pretty strong stuff here i think we've yeah. pretty much tied this up with a bow you guys yeah oh we did it <laughs> yeah can oh gosh can i ask kind of a delicate question no yes yes how am i doing so far you're doing great like you're probably the best host we've had so far. Mm, yeah, we've we've gone through uh, two hosts, I guess. Was it two? Yeah. I can't. Rem- mm. I, I remember the, the first like one. That. The second one, I don't know. Um, but yeah, you're <laughs> blowing everybody out of the water. Really, really Fantastic. happy for you. Yeah. I, I I would judge a host by the quality of their um their support. Like I would mm. say, previous hosts have not had the benefit. I mean, well, one host did, but you know, I would say the last host did not have the benefit of you know a strong support, someone they could rely on. Uh, to keep things bubbling along, mm-hmm. um, so I would say, you know, from that that perspective, you know, absolutely, very, you know, that's 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 been great. The dynamics <laughs> been fantastic. Uh, there's always been someone there to keep you know things going and things keep things going smooth. Uh, and then you've also been saying things sometimes, and that's all that a host needs to do. You know, it's all about the support, is how I would say it. So uh, yeah, I've, I've been you know quite pleased so far. Yeah, gracious words, Tom. Yeah, I thought so. I, I, I just feel like. You know, since we started following the the rules of the big dog hosting the show, you <laughs> you have you are by far the best big dog hosting the show. But again, uh, again I'd like to I'd like to point out that in this big dog's yard, there are fewer rules and more guidelines. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I really don't know how to bring this up, but you can you can go ahead just I, be I, just be honest. Since you became the big dog, have have you grown a tail? Is that a tail? Oh man, yeah, it's a little bit of a tail. I tried to kind of tuck oh. it in. Because I wasn't sure how you guys would respond to that. Well, that... I thought I thought you just had a huge old chub and. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you were getting very excited <laughs> saying such nice things about you that it just sounded over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, it was just wagging around in there, and then it just popped out, and I noticed it was, yeah. you, had, you had a long, yeah. hairy boy right there. Well, I mean, can I, can I be... Where do you keep I, your chub, Tim? Can I be a little honest, too? Yeah. I do have a chub. Oh, no, there is a chub as well. <laughs> but I also have a tail. Oh, and they're kind, uh. of, they're kind of sword fighting with one another. And they're, kind of, they're squirming around there. Yeah, they're just kind of slamming into each other. But again, this is one of the nice surprises of being the big dog. I had no idea. Tom, you never told me that this was like a benefit. I didn't want to bring it up. Well, yeah, we always just assumed it was his massive dick. Yeah. I don't think Tom actually ever turned... Had a tail. Like, I don't think he ever had I had, a, I had a tail. I had a tail. It sounds so. like you're just saying that because you're jealous. Why would I that say that? Orin it sounds like a dumb thing. I, I had the dignity to keep it my private business. Uh, I made specially made pants and um, mm. yeah, I, it was not an issue. It, it's cool that Orin's letting it be an issue and she's, you know, being open enough to uh, address it, but it was not. So, a big what deal you're telling me. me is that long pocket on the back of your yes. pants, and I'll always <laughs> ask you what, what that's for. It's not really for a sword to go in. It was, it could be used for a baton. Uh, but for the most part, it was just for my tail. Yeah. You told me it was for a pogo stick, Tom. <laughs> was clearly not thick enough for a pogo stick. That would not make any sense. Uh, and a, even a sword wouldn't make sense. You need to have like a special lining to stop the sword from like you know cutting through. I guess I shouldn't have took you at your word. Then. <laughs> yeah. No. I guess not. I always noticed you were wearing such a large hat as well, and I didn't know what was up with that. But like, are those are those ears? Um. Are those like nice little ears? I got. Or, or, I, yeah. You what? You have four sets of ears now. Yeah, it's real and fucked two up. Of them are like dog like on top it's, of your head. Four sets of ears. It's pretty cool though. Like, I mean you gotta admit, it's kinda awesome. It's like you're wearing your headphones over your human ears, but your dog ears are just like sticking out. It's weird. I don't understand which ones are vestigial and which ones work. Check this out. I, I know the, the listeners at home can't see this, but this is pretty cool and maybe I can do my best to describe it. Someone just mm. kind of, someone call my name out. Someone tell me they've got a treat for me. Hey, Oren, Oren, yep. Oren. Yep. Oren, Oren. <gasps> I got, here, here. She's peeing everywhere. Put the newspaper down, boys. <laughs> well, I just thought that was normal. She did that every that's, episode. That's mostly standard. That's mostly standard. Yeah. Yeah. But did you see typical. what my ears did? It's so cool. I'm still not used to it yet. Like, it's still sort yeah. of a, it's still sort of a trick that I'm doing. But the ears just pop right up when you say my name. I had no idea. They do perk up. Also, either your tail or your boner was waggling a lot. I wasn't sure which one it was, but, you know, it was it going was, hard. It was the boner. But the, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I don't know. If it... I, you guys, I need some. I need you guys to put some eardrops. I need. I have sort of a special kind of dog ear thing going on that mm. I had to go see the vet about earlier. After we're done, <laughs> could someone volunteer, please? Eardrops in my ears. Do you have worms in your ears, Tom? Are you a volunteer? I'm not. I mean, I just want to understand what the situation is. Like, what are we at risk of seeing when we kind of explore the, your ears and you know go through the medical procedures? Well, again, I'm new to being a dog, but I think it's just sort of a lot, like a, a lot of buildup, you know, a lot of greasy, waxy kind of black buildup inside my ear. I don't know. This is new stuff to me. You tell me <laughs> you were the dog at one point in the past. I mean, I maintained myself with, with a quiet dignity. Uh, I didn't have to address <laughs> any of this. So, you know, this is your shit. I don't, you know, you can deal with this. This weekend, you will be putting my eardrops in for me. So <laughs> I, all right. can I just, can I get like a, like a little hook? Just to kind of scoop out what's whatever's in those ears, like a little, just to kind of like get out the worst of it. That would be really nice. Wait, if wait. You would. Yeah. I think that'd be that'd be more helpful in the long run. Is that a piece of my blueberry pie in there? <gasps> How did that get in there? Why would that be? Fun? Oh, <laughs> that's not blueberry pie. Oh, oh, oh. 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 Let, let me let, let me just taste it to to make sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, can can you pass me that? Mm-hmm. Here. Okay, well, it's it's a little... It doesn't have the consistency of it, but I, I'm pretty sure I see a blueberry <laughs> in there. Let me... Mm. Mm. <laughs> so was it the blueberry pie? Yep, that was my blueberry pie. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've got that allergy. Why do you keep yeah. making those blueberry pies when you've got that allergy, man? <laughs> That's, it never, I never understood that. Uh, well, that never made I was sense learning... You know, I told you I was learning to bake and stuff, but mm -hmm. I don't have... I haven't had internet at home for a while. 
And this is the only <laughs> recipe I have saved on my computer. And you just have hundreds of blueberries you need to get rid of. Yeah, I bought them in surplus. It's been nuts. Do you put nuts in the pie? I mean... No, I'm allergic to nuts. <laughs> but could you, but I like nuts. So I'm wondering, can you... I mean, Would you want me to do that? Will it be much of a bother to your immune system? No, I, I, can, I can handle the nuts, but I cannot put the nuts in my mouth. Okay. Well, as long as you can handle the nuts and put the nuts in my mouth, I think we'll be in business. Heck yeah. Uh, it's a deal. Just don't put any chocolate in there, whatever you do. Just make sure it's out of there. Uh, uh, okay, if you insist. All right, guys. You want to do questions? I can do questions. Yeah. 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 You feel questions. like yeah. questions? Do we have any hot quests? Questuses? I'll bet we do. I got some hot cues right here for you. All right, Socks, yes. how about you pop into that bag and pull out those questions and give us some hot ones? I'm rooting around right now. How about you just squat down and squeeze out some fucking mm. questions? <laughs> uh, you can send us questions at wrestlingonair at gmail.com mm-hmm. or... You can hash. You can send a question to the hashtag AskWOA, and we'll look at it. Our first emails come in from Nicholas, dear Wrestling on Air crew. What are your favorite FWE memories and experiences? I've only seen one show late <laughs> in this group's life. I would love to hear more about the sensational, inscrutably yep. run promotion. <laughs> love, Nick. Good question. Um, so in many, like, so, okay, so FWE stood for, initially it stood for Family Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, <laughs> after about a year or two, it just it just stood for FWE because they realized it was no, it was no longer family friendly, but not in the sense that it was like really particularly lewd or anything. It just wasn't friendly to anyone. It was just a bad wrestling show that, <laughs> that no one should have gone to see. Um, in many ways, FWE is the reason that this podcast exists in some ways, because that was the, that was the show where I met uh, Joey, who is you know often mm. mentioned friend, who we did the uh, the do the wrestling on earth uh, you know uh, website with. Uh, we had known on each other on Twitter, but that was our first you know official hangout sesh. Uh, so I have I have a lot of uh, they were like based in New York, so I have a lot of not fond memories of FWE, but <laughs> I have lots of memories of FWE as a thing that was happening, and it was like a thing that you th- might as well just go to because you know there wasn't a huge amount of other wrestling happening in the city right uh, around them. Uh, t- Tim, yeah, you used to watch like some of their because they did like i pay per views and stuff, which is ridiculous to think about now. Yeah, yeah, like uh, Joey, Joey, and you would always be tweeting about going, and they started doing i pay per views, and I'm like, yeah, well, I'll, I'll check this out, and you know, yeah, why not? And uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a one way to spend my money. It sure, I mean, it was <laughs> even if the quality wasn't necessarily there, the quantity. Uh, those shows would go fucking like five hours, like not infrequently. Um, sometimes I would start the stream, and by the time it was over, I would have like the full grown beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like yeah, just like huge. Yeah, that was what it was like you know being at the shows as well. Just like you know, it. I think like there was something about the quality of the entertainment that just sparked like hair growth. Because it was, you know, beards, armpits, eyebrows, not actual regular hair on your head, but all the other, you know, areas were uh, were, were dramatically increased. my so my so my main memories of the I mean all right, so the, I would say that the, the crowning achievement or at least the high point of FWE was uh, their use of Stone Cold ET who was <laughs> <laughs> he was he was not even like a hot meme he was a meme for I don't, he didn't make any talk shows or anything well, he was just like a thing on YouTube that kind of yeah. wrestling people liked yeah but... he was he got popular among wrestling fans on yeah. the internet yeah and he wasn't ever really that popular I felt like no and it was it wasn't a sustainable thing he wasn't ever really funny to me but I, I knew he was funny to some yeah and it was just really strange that they put resources into bringing him into the wrestling show they really did yeah, did yeah they kind of so he was just a guy who was like wearing a stone cold vest and then an et mask <laughs> and he would go through drive throughs and just do a stone cold impression and he would like these people are working leave them alone <laughs> Yeah, okay, yeah. He was just a nuisance. He was like a nuisance who then became a personality that FWE decided, all right, we're gonna we're gonna get to put all our money behind this guy. Uh, so my main memory of like Stone Cold ET is they brought it for the first show. They brought him in to. Uh, they had him come out and do a promo for about I think it was genuinely about twenty minutes, just doing his thing, and they threw like Reese's pieces to the crowd and. <laughs> 
I was, and keep I was, in mind, his thing isn't anything outside of a Stone Cold impression. Uh, no, it's it's literally that. Like, there's no like hidden depths or like other angles that you can take on it. It's just a man doing a Stone, Stone Cold impression wearing an ET mask and a blanket draped around so you can't see his neck. <laughs> <laughs> that you know, I don't even think. I think when I saw, I don't think he had the blanket when I saw, when like I saw a towel him doing the or something. I can't remember. <sighs> Maybe I remember it being like very. I think in his like YouTube videos he maybe had that, but I think when he just did the show, it was just <laughs> him in the. It was pretty insulting, you know. Yeah. Uh, so th- and then did did you see the show after that where he got hurt doing like the Royal Rumble or something? Yes, or? I remember the promo, and and then I remember the Rumble. The Rumble's what I remember the best. Yeah. Because it was a catastrophe. Yeah. Like you you heard they were bringing him in, and he was actually going to be in a match, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. that's not going to turn out well. But nothing could have uh, prepared me for how bad he really was. No, because he he didn't know wrestling moves or anything. Like he, how long did he even last in there? I think he tried doing a stunner on somebody, and it looked like he hurt himself (laughs) or something. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he was he was not he was not too wonderful. So I never I never watched any of these. I've never seen it before ever. What was Mm -hmm. the vibe like in the building when you've got Stone Cold ET like flubbing shit? Bored confusion. Um, It was because it was. I think we saw him like when it was like the like. Like in the summer, in like a, it was like in a church gym in like Brooklyn. Uh, it was very, it was actually a very similar environment to where we saw that Evolve show uh, oh, yeah, last yeah. year, where it was very yeah. sweaty. Uh, so it was just like no air conditioning, just like bleacher seating, um, and it was just like no, not that many people were familiar with him, and it yeah. was just like very barely any patience. And his five minutes, not even fifteen minutes, he had five minutes of fame, and they were up like yeah. a month before this ever happened. Yeah, and then yeah, and it was like a, a full twenty minutes of him just talking. And I, I, I was, <laughs> I, I brought a friend from the UK who had come over just to like stay with us to do this show, and I remember him just being very confused about because he had not, he hadn't watched wrestling before, so to see Stone Cold ET is a very confusing, you know, first introduction to what wrestling <laughs> is, and I. I'm not sure he's still. I'm. Sure, I'm still not sure if he understands what is what wrestling is, or if it is just men in masks just doing uh, weird voices. I mean, I feel like if I if I was completely unfamiliar with wrestling and the first thing I saw was Stone Cold ET, I would be instantly hooked. <laughs> I think if if he had just gone a few minutes, then yes. But it went. Yeah, it was, it was agonizing. Do you think they paid him? Yeah, absolutely. I, they flew him out there. They, How much I'm do sure you they... think they paid him? Like, let's all ballpark. What did they pay Stone Cold ET? Two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars and his uh, air travel and uh, hotel. That sounds about right. Yeah, I would guess that. I'm gonna go airfare. Fifteen dollars. Fifteen? No. <laughs> airfare plus fifteen dollars. And no hotel or anything. Okay. 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 Travel accommodations plus fifteen dollars. All right. Okay. I don't. Um, they. Okay. So they, another thing about FWE was that they were. They seemed to have a lot of money because they were one of those promotions which booked a lot of like ex WWE wrestlers. <laughs> like I think I think for about like a year like the main event was always a combination of Carlito John Morrison and Tommy Dreamer and then maybe Matt Hardy as well uh, yeah, yeah it was oh, we saw some hot matches <laughs> but he would also like the, the most inexplicable thing that the promoter did was so he was he was on commentary I, mm-hmm. I, and I can't I have no memories of what his commentary was like not but he good would also, not good time I, <laughs> really really he, was, he wasn't good he wasn't like you would uh, think he'd be a total professional but um, he no. wasn't like JR and his prime Oh man! Especially I'm... when Matt Stryker would sit down beside him. Oh my god! Yeah, so he would he would get Matt Stryker to be on commentary with him, which is okay. You know, he was technically a professional commentator. Sure, if you want to waste your money, he also would get Maurice uh, in to do commentary, and that would <laughs> she wouldn't do anything else on the show. Like Maurice would just come out there, sit and do commentary with him, like for the whole show. And I again, I do you have any memories of Maurice on commentary, uh, Tim? Like did she I understand remember that? Or... They would never hardly understand what she was saying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sure. I remember that she had to put up with a lot <laughs> from yes. them. Um, I, I would imagine so. Yeah. And it was really awkward. <laughs> but just yeah, just the idea that hey, we need we're gonna get another personal commentary, and picking Maurice is yeah. amazing. And she's not gonna be cheap because she was fairly fresh out of WWE. She was flying in from LA. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how this guy. I oh God. I remember. I remember hearing something about how the promoter had got his money and you know to, to run this federation, but and I wish I could remember because I remember it being <laughs> was something. Was it an auto accident settlement? Because that sounds about right. <laughs> I think it was something like that. But the but they really made a like he they must have done about at least twenty shows or so, maybe twenty shows over the course of a few years. Maybe yeah, maybe maybe twenty shows. 
but it was just always like shows would go five hours. I remember I took my, you know, my wife Sydney to once and she, uh, there was like an intermission at, at about three hours in and she was like, oh great, is it over? And I had to come <laughs> out to, <laughs> I had to kind of turn to her and say, no, there's like about five matches after this. And she just said, yeah, okay, I'm going home. And I was like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's fair. Now, now one thing that did add to the length of those shows usually, but I liked was, uh, Paul London. Yes. He would make his entrance and <laughs> go and give high fives to every single fan in the crowd wow. before he'd get in the ring. That's great. He was literally the highlight of the show. He was great. I, Paul London was, yeah, so he would do these very, they would take about six minutes at least. Just <laughs> just walking, like he would wander out of the, the venue then wander back in and just make sure to high five literally everyone in the crowd. Uh, and also, oh, another good Paul London FW story is, so on the, on the first show that we saw him on, you know, he did his entrance and that was all great. Uh, but then when we came to leave, uh, he was on the, the sidewalk in, uh, it was, so the venue was in like Manhattan and he was just on the sidewalk in his gear, uh, just like <laughs> playing with a stranger and their puppy, just like on his knees, like, just like, you know, just like <laughs> just having fun with the puppy, just, just, which was a very, it was a very idyllic way to, you know, to encounter Paul London. And he was, you know, he would, and then he talked to us for a little bit after that and he was extremely nice and. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they, I'm glad that Paul London got some money out of these guys, and I'm glad that we got to experience him. But aside from that, yeah, I don't know. FW was was a real, it was it was a real thing. It was a special. I, I miss it. I kind of miss it being a thing. The the New York wrestling scene doesn't really have anything that weird anymore. It's just <laughs> you know your standard crap indies or you know evolve or whatever. But yeah, lots of happy lots of happy FW memories. I mean, they were booking like AJ Styles and stuff towards the end. Young Bucks. Yeah, they God, they really did. Yeah, he's. Oh, you know what? AJ Styles is still technically the the reigning FW oh, yeah, heavyweight champion. <laughs> <laughs> he, he never lost Another the belt. Another notch on the belt. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's probably going to have the longest title run reign of you know anyone ever uh, <laughs> as a result of that show. That company being extremely dead. Uh, also, uh, one more one more final thing about FW, and I think this is still true. If you go to their website now. Uh, I think it's just got like uh, a like one you know Jeff Jarrett's gold thing. Oh, maybe it doesn't have it anymore. Let's see. No, uh, it doesn't have any. For a while, it kind of redirected to like you know kind of like you know uh, you know the 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 Global Force Wrestling gold thing. You know, where mm. it's like, we buy... I can't even remember what it was. Like, something where you buy gold from them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jeff, okay. Jeff Jarrett gold scheme. <laughs> totally. Yeah, <Everybody>. exactly. <laughs> it, was something, it was something like that, but there's I think nothing, they changed it There's now. hardly anything as legendary in wrestling as Jeff Jarrett's <laughs> gold scheme. Yeah, his, his classic gold scheme. And I think FWE were doing the same thing. They've still got a shop live, but I bet it doesn't work. Uh, yeah, you can still buy yeah DVDs and stuff. Apparently, I w- I wouldn't do it. <laughs> even, I, They'll just my send guess you some gold. Yeah. They'll just send you some gold. And, and or, even if they yeah. did send you the DVDs, that 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 thing was a very um had to be there kind of deal. It, yeah. yeah, it was a lot of fun at the time. But yeah, you can also buy an FW beanie hat as modeled by oh, Winter. <laughs> Remember Winter guys? <laughs> Uh, she was on the shows all the time as well. So this guy had a ma- yeah, he had a major bonus for Maurice and Winter, and they they got paid. Mm. <laughs> so Good for them. Yeah, they made out pretty well as well. Cool. Uh, yeah, but that was cool. FWE. Yeah, that's FWE then. Next question. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, you've got you got it, Lauren. Uh, <laughs> our next question. How long did we just talk about? <laughs> After like we, we gave it a good, a good 15. <laughs> that's, a good blo- Two days. that's a good block right there. No, that's good. It felt it's about good. as long as the FWE show. Exactly. <laughs> I, was, right, and two- I, I gotta say, I was compelled to ask you guys to tell me about Jeff Jarrett's gold scheme, but I figured that it would just sort of derail things further. But yeah. does that's anyone fine. tell like, me about Jeff Jarrett's gold scheme? Yeah, I want to hear more about this too. <laughs> what, y'all didn't know? Let's no, you, got, you never heard about this. No, no. wow. I mean, it um, sounds vaguely familiar, but I don't so, know. How, like, I don't. I haven't retained like, anything I can't remember about this, it. I can't remember the specifics. But in between, okay. it was around the time he start. He started GFW. He he left mm-hmm. TNA, um, started GFW, and a little bit after that, you know, like everybody's like, okay, well, he has this roster. He announced GFW. He's not doing anything with it. Right. And then all of a sudden. On the on their website and through his Twitter, he starts promoting um like this cash for gold thing, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like through GFW and and stuff. And it's like, wait a second, you're this is some carny shit. Yeah, 
It's like, yeah, you got like, so you had to join, yeah, there was like a video that played saying that you can join Team Jarrett and get a free personalised Jeff Jarrett 8x10 for joining Global Force Gold. <laughs> but it was, <laughs> it's basically a pyramid scheme that just kind of got people, like, you are you are supposedly investing in gold, but it was just giving, like, uh, Jeff Jarrett, the scam artist, some money, who then gave another scam artist some, his money, and yeah, so it was just it was insane that it happened. God, I love it. We should try something like this. Like th- that whole like series of events to where where he's at now is crazy. GFW, yeah. and then that the whole the whole gold thing. GFW film mm-hmm. shows they never got released. Yeah. Now, like a few years later. TNA is GFW, and the <laughs> shows are actually getting chopped up and put onto one not only pay per views. Wow. Is that what's happening with them? Really, I believe so. Ins- I believe there's insane. like some of those, and they're using like names that they've had on, like that are in WWE as like promotional Jeez. material. Oh my, that's insane! So these the three year old shows, or, or however, yeah, or, because <laughs> they from a while back, right? Ah, uh, oh, yeah, 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 it's. Like the baseball park shows and stuff, I believe. I could be wrong, but that that's how I interpreted what those yeah. those things were gonna be. Man. I like it would be cool, you know, if he sort of made it GFW sort of with the word gold in mind, you know? <laughs> I was thinking so but obviously yeah. yeah. Gold Force Wrestling. Gold Force yeah. Wrestling, guys. That's how you do it. Yeah. Next question, please. Hey, let's have a question. Uh, okay. Our, this one is less of a question and more of a statement, but this one uh, comes from the email from Sonia, mm-hmm. and Sonia tells us, I don't know if you saw, but on the most recent 205 Live, mm-hmm. Noam Dar delivered almost exactly Johnny Fresh's bad guy monologue from the <laughs> Choose Your Own Path book you read in episode 19. Yeah. Really excited to presumably have the author of that great book back with the WWE. I So, so I've done my homework, and... I've watched 205 Live for the first time to watch Noam Dar's promo, and man. <laughs> uh, so you know the made-up terrible promos they do for the video games and stuff? Uh, where they've just given some poor wrestler some rubbish lines to read? It's like um, it's like that quality. Yeah. Uh, would you like to hear it? Please. Yes, please. All right. Hey, I recognize you. I know who you are. You're Mark Thomas. I used to watch you wrestle when I was just a little kid. What? You've been wrestling for years. Are you still trying to make it? Are you still chasing the dream? What? I'm not trying to be rude, but I just can't relate. I'm only 24 years old, and I'm already a WWE (laughs) superstar. Those boots are probably older than me. This is like a tune-up match for me. This is probably like your big opportunity, right? What? Good luck, mate. All the best. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah. uh, Yeah, also, yeah, you will have noticed that I am delivering it in uh, Johnny Fresh's signature voice. uh, No way. It's uncanny. Yeah, yeah. Everyone knows what Johnny Fresh sounds like. Yeah, exactly. No, you didn't have to tell us. Everybody knew. (laughs) So, so a couple options. Like, A, this writer is back. I, I mean, she was never with WWE. She was just like contracted to write these choose your own adventure books yeah, but they did eventually I mean, like her work so much mm-hmm. that she they hired her for 205 live <laughs> or 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 b uh noam dar recently picked up the choose your own path the book. i think that's very i think you know what i think they've got i think they've got the choose your own adventure like backstage as almost like a bible <laughs> for like you know how uh, yeah. promos should be written and they've just got like you know Vince and Michael Hayes just like thrusting it into the writer's hands, saying, "Look, this is this is the gold standard, kid. This is what you're gonna fucking shoot for." Yeah, and it's not just that. I mean, it tells you how how to be a wrestler. Yeah, like, how to not mess up. <laughs> don't go to parties. Yeah. When you join WWE, you get it. You get that book. Yeah, we're not gonna see no Amdar next week because he's gonna be suspended <laughs> for party. <laughs> yeah, that's how it's. And then get then get fired by what was yeah. the guy's name, Mark or whoever the 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 guy Mark. was. Or or C, Noam Dar is a big fan of our show. That's also very likely. Uh, that's highly likely. Yeah. Um, I have volume two of the Choose Your Own Adventure, which Ooh. hopefully we're going to read on a future pod. But Absolutely. I was flipping through it today, mm-hmm. and just the first two pages read exactly like the first two pages of the original book. <laughs> oh, no. to, the point, to, the, to the point where I had to do a double take and check to make sure that I had actually purchased a different book than the one yeah. we read. Sure. What if it's the same exact book, but like the names are different? Oh, jeez. I mean, it is. It's Cody Rhodes instead of... <laughs> Whoever the original Tyler opponent was. Yes, Tyler Rex, yeah. It's Cody Rhodes. Dude. <laughs> Instead of Johnny Fresh, it's Mark Rotten. <laughs> uh, hey, how about another question? 
Um, can Oren ask me for another question? This is oh, bullshit. Man. This is bullshit. Don't do it. Um, hey, Socks. <sighs> yeah, Oren? How about another question? All right, sure. Uh, Gart9000 asks, how does it feel being the big dog? I mean, it was it's fun. Uh, it's a lot of pressure. Um, mm. But mm. I think it's, you know, you just take it day by day. Hey, he, uh, hey Tom, can you back up for a second? Mm. Uh, guys, he, he is delusional. I can't believe this. I can't believe you guys let me into a huddle for once. Yeah, that was an accident. <laughs> yeah, he he sucks. Could you could you kind of back up and like tend to Tom okay, for sure. a minute while Thank you, Tim sure. and I talk? Hey Tom, what's up? Hey man, what's going on? What is there a huddle going oh. on for that? Yeah, I think there's a huddle going Gross. on. Gross. <laughs> You're over with me now. How's that feel? Oh, okay, sucks. Can you actually go and stand over there? For me? Okay, <laughs> I sure. just let's just keep it keep our distance. All right, <laughs> <laughs> All right guys. Orange. Orin. Yes, yes. Okay. Tim. Gotta read the I think he really thinks he's still the big dog. Like, he's talked himself out of it. I mean, he's... I understand that this is kind of like a hard change and everything, and he is being a little extra about all this, so I really feel like we should sort of work with him and not necessarily humor his delusion, but yeah. just... I, you know, my, my my heart kind of breaks a little bit for him. Yeah, right it's now. not even funny anymore. It's more sad than anything. Yeah, it's what you don't want to you don't want to you know poke poke someone like that with a stick. So yeah, like, and like just... I don't know if you saw, but I, you, we'd see him in Socks' huddle over there. It looked like Socks left him because he didn't want to be in a huddle with Tom. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. it's sad. Hey, Socks, come over here for a sec. Hey, what's up? Hey, what happened over there? I just like you know he's just being like. He's just being real flippant. I don't really know what's going on with him. Okay, look, guys, we're gonna we're gonna leave this huddle, and we're gonna start including him more. Okay. Um, we're okay. we're gonna treat him like an equal again. Um, and if he gets if he gets feisty, if he gets angry, just roll with it. We feel bad for him. Just and look here, I have I have an assortment of chew toys that. <laughs> If if he starts to get a little a little grouchy, you know, a little sort of uh, misbehaving, we can just throw him a little chew toy. I mean, he still thinks he's the dog, um, mm-hmm. and just kind of pacify him a little bit. Okay, that sounds. That's great. what okay. you've been using to like keep the stress down, right? Right. Okay. Break. Break. Yes. Huddle. Break. Huddle. Hey, break. Tom. Break. Hey, what? What's up? Hey, hey, guys. Hey. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. It. It is really wonderful that you're such a great big dog. Um, and I too am also a dog. Uh, it's, it's, (laughs) it's working out well for everyone. Um, everyone's happy. Tim, uh, socks, you guys all good. Also being the big dogs. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're all, we're all just a a kennel full of happy dogs. Next question. All right. Um, our friend, uh, our friend RJ, our buddy Ruben asks any crazy slumber, Slumber Excuse Sam. me. Slumber Slam. Slumber Slam. Any crazy Summer Slam predictions? Mm. Let's see. Well, Tim, you're the you're the you're the kind of the one who keeps the spreadsheets, and you're the one who kind yes. of really is the, the historian of us. Like, do well, you me. have any? Like, what would you expect from this uh, the the biggest party of the summer? Well, um, let's let's go around one by one, mm. and I'll say I'll say a match that you would like to see at Summer Slam. Uh, okay. Who's I'll go first. first. There we go. Thank, Thank you, Warren. I'm gonna go with uh, man, Stone Cold ET. Mm. He's hot versus, right now. Versus AJ Styles. Yeah, that'd be good <laughs> for the FWE championship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, finally. Yeah, yeah. Some cross promotional stuff. <laughs> Get some eyes on the WWE's product. I made I made yeah. a conscious decision this year not to go to SummerSlam. Mm. But had that match been on the card, I absolutely would have gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. So That's I predict fair. that that is what will uh, happen in my um, mind while I'm not watching SummerSlam. I will yeah. be daydreaming about that instead. Well, yeah, um, if, you, if you're paying any attention to SmackDown right now, you can see that they've actually planted the hints that that's, that's going to happen. So yes. Yeah. I think there's a good chance we get that. <laughs> yeah. If you're following the SmackDown ARG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It also it also be a good way to get some eyes on the WWE product because like you know no one's really talking about WWE but we just spent like about ten minutes talking about FWE exclusively so it's <laughs> it's the hot it's, it's the hot federation right now so I think that would be good for WWE if they could they could make yeah. that happen yeah socks what's your prediction 
I think uh, they're going to replace the ring with a pool. Mm. And this is going to be a... I can't decide if this is like a regular battle royal or like a cruiserweights battle royal. One or the other. I think the cruiserweights would really make use of the... Uh, what that thing? What is that board called at the end of a pool? I can't... I always forget. Diving board. I think they would make the best use of the diving board, yeah. and they would just like get in there and play around for a while. Would it be like an above ground pool, or would they kind of like dig into <laughs> the the concrete to make the pool? That is that is, that is very interesting. I don't. I think it would definitely be above ground, mm. and it would be too small <laughs> to contain twenty people, <laughs> so they would have to throw each other out by okay, nature. So it would be, and be quite shallow as well, so it would be quite dangerous. Doing yes, like moves and stuff. And <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> but the, but they're gonna do them anyway. Yeah, well, that's you know, it's the biggest party of the summer. Someone's got to do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim, what do you think? I think this year we are going to see an alliance that you would have never expected. Mm. Oh, um, that will be remembered a lot like Mike Tyson joining uh, Stone Cold or DX. Um, as we all know, Kevin Owens and AJ Styles are, are booked with uh, Shane McMahon as the referee. Yes. Right. Sure. Um, can, can one of you people tell me who is doing the theme song for SummerSlam? Uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Okay. Kevin Owens and Machine Gun Kelly. They have a little history. That's true. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. Kevin Owens powerbomb Machine Gun Kelly off of... Uh, the stage one time. He sure right? did, yeah. Okay. Well, Shane McMahon is going to get knocked out in the match. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Machine Gun Kelly's going to have to come in and be the ref. Mm. He's going to try screw it over Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. And right before he hits three, a man in a mask runs in and kicks oh, Machine shit. Gun Kelly in the face. <gasps> Who is it? Who's that person? He picks, he picks Kevin Owens up and lays him down <gasps> on top of AJ Styles. And makes and, and does uh, Machine Gun Kelly's hand three times. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens gets up and he pulls off the mask off that guy, and it's Flo Rida. <gasps> oh shit! Oh, Rida. And Kevin Owens um, come together as a team mm-hmm. to take on Machine Gun Kelly and AJ Styles at WrestleMania. Oh, they could be fuck. called K- nice. KO Rider. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's one idea. They could be. No, that's one, that's one yeah. idea. Oh, man. K- you know, KO Rider is pretty good. Can I? Will Machine Gun? Will Machine Gun Kelly be wearing like a regular referee's shirt, or will it be like a cutoff one? It will be. It or... will say Machine Gun Club, and it will be a Bullet Club ripoff. <gasps> oh, I love it! But it will be still like striped, like a referee's shirt. I think totally. it should instead of white stripes on the shirt, it should have like tattoo patterns on it. Like one of those like <laughs> mm. fake tattoo shirts, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's like tattoos and ref stripes. I was gonna say like he has a lot of tattoos, but like already. tribal tattoos, right? Like the thick, yeah. spiky. Uh, is there any other kind of tattoo? Yeah, like obviously. Good point. Uh, he's already got a lot of tattoos, so he could just have the referee shirt tattooed on his his body, you know. Or it could be sort of like a clear shirt that just has the black stripes <laughs> on it. Mm. That's <laughs> like a plastic shirt. Like a plastic shirt or like sort of like a thin mesh shirt, you know? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that could work. I think Feeling that's that. I, like a mesh, like a, like a clingy mesh jumpsuit that just has <laughs> black stripes on it. Cool. Yeah, yeah that sounds yeah. good. That works. Tom, do you have any predictions? Um, last year at SummerSlam, I got to, I was sat near enough Noelle Foley that I could watch her block me in real time. <laughs> so I'm hoping that happens again with <laughs> with another minor wrestling celebrity wrestling fan. Uh, so yeah, nice. that's my prediction. I hopefully, no, not Rosenberg, the other one. Big hair. Sam, not Sam. Hopefully not Sam this time. That will be, that's my prediction. Yeah, nice, nice. Next question. All right. We got a couple here from Tyler, and Tyler first asks, do pigs make good pets? Hey, Tyler. Hey, Tyler. Mm, Uh, Are we talking like, are we talking like large pigs or like teacup babes? Are we talking Mm. pay pigs? Are we talking... (laughs) (laughs) Pay pigs make very good pets. Yeah. Alexa Bliss has a pig, right? That's her thing. That sounds about right. Sounds yeah. about right. <laughs> so I bet she has a pay pig too. I bet she's got a. Oh man, I bet she's got a lot yeah, of pay pigs. Yeah, his name's Murphy. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's Murphy done. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh... I'm gonna say yeah. Pigs make good pets. Uh, yeah. Pigs are smart. Pigs are cute. Uh, pigs yeah. are clean. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Sometimes. 
Sometimes? I, yeah, Sometimes. sure. Why not? Why Why would pigs not make it? I want to know, like, I'd like for Tyler to maybe write back and explain, is he looking for a pig? Uh, yeah. is, he, is he looking he, for a pay pig specifically? Fact, is, this, uh, is this some sort of a coded uh, request for a pay pig? Is he triggering somebody to become, like, a secret agent? What? <laughs> Um, so I think, and you know me, I always stand for the people sending in um, emails. Uh, they they just want to be a part of the show, and that's fine. But Tyler, we're not going to answer this until the next time, where you can clarify a little more, and um, <laughs> and then we'll get back to you. Okay, buddy. Yeah. Okay. This Thank is a cliffhanger. We don't want to yeah. be a part of your weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> we we have to know what you really mean here. We don't want to get our. We don't want to step on any toes that we don't know we're stepping on. Mm-hmm. So. Or or want to be stepped on yeah. for mm-hmm. monetary pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tyler has one more question I think we can uh, close it out with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler asks, what is your favorite summer drink to slam? Mm. Delicious. Got mm. so many. Mm. Mm. Drinks mm. are good. Like, yeah, they it's are. hard to pick between drinks. Mm. Uh, God, I got to go with ice cold water mm. yeah Delicious. do you have any preference for type of ice cube like you know how many ice cubes the size of ice cube or is it just any ice i don't know if this is like a if this is a southern term or not tim um maybe you know does anyone know what chewy ice is nope is it like that sonic ice it's sonic ice yeah yeah yep. what is sonic, sonic ice? ice that is the only ice i want ever yes how is it chewy Okay, Tim, would you like to explain? It's just small little shards oh, of ice. Yeah. All right, so it kind of like, uh, I, I think I know what you're saying. It, it's a yeah. real danger to your mouth if, it, if, if you're <laughs> yeah. not being careful. It's fun but to it's hold so in perfect. the cup when you feel it kind of swishing around in the cup. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. That's a good feeling. Oh, okay, so I might good. just go to Sonic. Damn. Man, I wish we had Just Sonic. for the ice. Mm, I can feel that like styrofoam cup in my hand right now, mm, just yeah. like shaking it and feeling the ice kind of like shake around in there. It's, uh, um, should we should we tell them finally that they are our sponsor today or um you know yeah sure why not this episode <laughs> of the wrestling on air podcast is proudly sponsored by sonic y'all read y'all read the email wrong it's sonic the hedgehog not sonic the god damn it what <laughs> and we turned it down yeah so. we're not getting involved with him why would we turn down sonic the hedgehog he's got too much chewed he's got too much he's chewed. too memey <laughs> He's got a lot of baggage. Yeah, it's too much. Uh, I wish you guys had looped me in on this. Was I not the big dog yet when this decision was made? Or I feel like this was some underhanded tactics by Tom. And oh, sorry. Now you're a Sonic the Hedgehog fan, Tim. Is that what you're saying? No, I was all. I was. Uh, now I will be open. I was against using Sonic the Hedgehog's dirty money. Exactly. So it's fine. Um, we moved on from it. We we saw the, the request come in, and we we sent a polite, you know, decline. So, Aaron, if you want to kind of you know revisit that relationship, that's up to you. But um. You know, I, I was not a fan. Fine, whatever. Go on. Next question. Next question. I thought that was going to be the last one. That was not what? <laughs> yeah, we weren't even finished talking about summer drinks. Have we put? Oh, yeah, we still have summer drinks. We got, to okay. talk about. <laughs> I might be. I might be missing talk. So far, so far, we have Oren's uh, summer drink of water. So that would that would have been mine as well. Listen, listen. This is the hydrated. definitive answer. There's. No, I'm asserting. I'm asserting oh, no. my uh, power as oh. the big dog yeah. to decree that everyone's favorite summer drink is ice cold water with chewy ice. Oh, that's good. Welcome yeah. to my fucking yard. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. I hope you, you like it here. <laughs> yeah, you enjoying it now? Yeah. <sighs> oh, that's that's great. What's somebody else's favorite summer drink? It's ice, mm. ice cold water with chewy ice. Can can mm-hmm. I th- can I throw this wild card out into the middle of the table here? What about some lemonade, guys? Ooh, Ooh. yeah. No, no well, lemonade. I get nice. behind that. Are you thinking no. traditional classic lemonade? Yes. Or a little, maybe a little cherry in there. Maybe a little um, pink lemonade. Um, and yeah, yeah, or, or I don't know. I like pink lemonade. I like any kind of yeah. lemonade, really. But uh, I prefer the classic yellow. Preferably, I buy it from a little kid on the side of the road. Mm. Yeah, you see a lot mm. of kids on the side of the road selling lemonade where you are. <laughs> that's that's pretty much the only only thing we have in this town is this kid. Like this is a child market <laughs> full of. And there are no adults sellers. either. It's just children everywhere. How, how do you decide which little kid you approach to uh, to purchase lemonade from, Tim? Um. Well. There's a few a few things you have to look at. Mm-hmm. Are they wearing a straw hat? If Fair. they aren't, I don't trust them with making lemonade. <laughs> no, that's fine. Yeah. Are they wearing cut off blue jean shorts? Mm. If they're not, 
not buying lemonade. <laughs> not happening. Do they have a horse <laughs> station next to their little setup? If they do not, I don't trust them. They pretty much have to be. Wait. What's a horse station? What's a horse station? <laughs> a horse stationed next to their. Oh, little... yeah. I thought you said horse station. <laughs> I was excited for that. <laughs> live broadcasting live straight from the lemonade stand. A horse. Uh, Tim, <laughs> can on, I ask you a question? Funny. What if what if uh, Izzy uh, of NXT Superfan was selling lemonade? No, no, Tom, please continue. I support any and all Izzy talk. <laughs> this uh. is how we're doing it now. Tim, thoughts on Izzy? <laughs> Zero thoughts. That Zero answers thoughts. that. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. Any other choices? Uh, Socks, what are you drinking? Uh, mine is also pink lemonade, but it's uh, you know the rib- it's Ryback's pink lemonade, and I get a real beefy yeah, crash made, afterwards. Yeah, made with uh, made with stevia and uh, multiple yep. multiple forms of protein. Very good. Tom, what? Do you have a drink? No, he he said his drink. I think I I, oh, I, I don't fell remember in, that. I fell in line with uh, Aaron. I just said uh, ice cold water as oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm towing the company line. No, I understand mm-hmm. that. I don't want to make things awkward now. So whatever you know, whatever Aaron says is now my feedback as well on any questions. It's easier that way, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's true. And sometimes there's an alpha dog and sometimes there's just everyone else in the yard. And I think we've pretty much established (laughs) at this point who that is. And that person is me. And with that in mind, I feel like we've pretty much kind of closed it out. What do you guys think? Yeah, uh, we've covered everything. Like, there's no stone left unturned. No stone left unturned. Yeah, I'm I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, let's finish now. Great. Oh, he's just walking off. No, hey, Tom, come back. Tom, Tom, no. come back. Come on. No, it's, uh, come on. All right. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Hey, I'm back. All right, well, it's been me. Hey. It's been me, Oren. I'm at Orinan on Twitter. Tim, where are you at? Where can I find you? I am at Tim Welcomed on Twitter. Socks, what about you? I'm at Socks Mahoney on Twitter, and I'm also uh. on videogamechoochoo.com. Man. Very nice, very nice. And finally, Tom fka the big dog where can we find you you can find me at tom blog on twitter you know um that's probably where i'll be hanging out from now on i think that seems to be you know more my speed i think the podcast has been uh, taking a change taking a change well i'll see you this weekend buddy yeah i guess you will not if i see you first the idea of us at like a real assassination plot going on <laughs> these two like trying to kill each other first yeah that could happen this this is going to be a pretty foreboding <laughs> podcast if by the time it comes out both of us are already dead. <laughs> <laughs> that would Wait, be this is oh, yeah. put us on it, the map. i kind of hope i kind of hope that we can have that because that'd be a good podcast that'd be a good content can you, you know? imagine the spike in listeners if both tom and i <laughs> died <laughs> if we predict it yeah yeah that's a good idea